Alright, what is up everybody? Welcome to the first and definitely not the last episodes of Lifelong Learning. I swear I've changed the name of this podcast like 20 million times, but you know what? We're just going to go with it. Lifelong Learning is what it's going to be right now. Um, We are doing a solo episode today. I am planning on bringing guests every now and then. However, I do want to do these kind of solo-like episodes. Talk straight to you guys. A little bit shorter, less... uh, you know, conversation and and talking with other people and more just you and me. Anyways, today what I want to talk about is a certain strategy I've been using, uh, especially on prep, to stay disciplined and stick to the goals that I set out for myself, all right? And this is especially a really important thing that when I was going through, I mean, I would still still say I'm going through like a self-development journey. But when I was really going through, I think, the the meat and bones of it, um, this was something I used a lot, and it really did help me. So, without further ado, I'm going to paint a little picture for you. It's 9 p.m. on a Friday night. You're in your matching pajama set. Just finished a spectacular dinner of steak and potatoes, and you're sitting down to watch a movie with your significant other. After a week of daily workouts and early morning walks and intense training and, you know, gratitude journals and all that stuff, you're excited to just sit, to relax, and enjoy the next couple of hours. But then it hits. Your stomach begins to growl. You feel the desire moving up your body, up your esophagus, into your mouth, up to your brain. This ravenous desire to stuff your face with Oreos and chocolate and pints of ice cream and all that crazy bullshit. Your heart cries for that wine bottle that you see out of the corner of your eye. You and your partner look at each other and you both look and say, you dig in, you open up all those pints of ice cream, the uh, a pint of Cherry Garcia Ben and Jerry's, the empty bag of kettle-cooked salt and vinegar chips lays at the top of your trash can the next morning. You may go to sleep with your belly full, but your heart is filled with shame and regret. Well... That regret, that shame, that disappointment you feel after either a night of going out and drinking or just stuffing your face with all that kind of food, it's something we've all felt. You know, even after promising ourselves time after time, we still fail to stay disciplined. To We fail to, you know, get those workouts in or stick by our diets or just do the things that we have to do that we said that we would. And, you know, oftentimes when we fail, we'll say, oh, you know, yesterday was a fluke or, or you know, diet starts next week or, you know, uh, I just need one more cheat day and I'll get it out of my system. We'll say these things to ourselves. But in reality, the only person we're upsetting and disappointing is ourselves. It's all we're doing. We're just lying to ourselves. So how do we stop this endless cycle, right? We all know we fail. We all know we disappoint ourselves, but how do we stop this? Well, here's a little strategy that I use. And um, what really got me thinking about it and sparked my interest about it again is I listened to a podcast episode. It was Modern Wisdom, who is hosted by Chris Williamson, or which is hosted by Chris Williamson. And he was talking with a guest, Brian Johnson. And uh, 
I highly recommend you guys go check out the episode. It's a great episode, a lot of good tidbits and interesting stuff going on. But one of the ideas and, and the reason why Chris brought this up and Brian brought this up was Brian Johnson is a very disciplined man. He's like 45 years old. He's at like 7% body fat, which is obscene. He's vegan, I'm pretty sure. He is like, he's focused on focusing on reducing his rate of aging as much as possible. And now he's aging at a slower rate than most 10 year olds, right? So that's a big, it's a big thing. Anyways, though, very interesting episode. Check it out. Besides the point, one of the strategies that Brian uses to stop him from binging food late at night and something that I used to do is, um, and I still do this, it is something called othering yourself, right? And it's kind of how I describe it is it's almost like creating this alter ego part of you, which is like the boss or your future or ideal self, right? I think of the boss as like this highest part of you, right? So if you guys are familiar with Platonic philosophy, um, Plato has these ideas of the forms, right? Where that in the heavens, there are these things which are the supreme or most virtuous or best versions of the things, right, that you see on earth. So for example, to Plato, um, and the Platonic forms are really deep. This is just a very brief overview. Uh, for example, the best version of a horse exists as the Platonic version of that for, of that horse, or the best version of you or me is a form, right? So that's up in the heavens. Those are like the greatest things that we are. That might sound a little confusing. I'll go into it on another episode about, you know, philosophy and stuff like that. But all you need to take from it is that there is a highest, most ideal version of you. And you want to get there. You want to become the ideal version of you, right? The most muscular, the most charismatic, the most um, happy, probably financially successful in a relationship of sorts, right? You can envision this sort of ideal self of you. And you want to get there. So how do we get there? How do we do it? Well, here's a little strategy I use to keep me disciplined. So I create this alter ego, call him the boss. All right. The boss version of Armand is a version of me which makes decisions for me so that present Armand doesn't have to make decisions at the moment. Think of it like this. All right. I want you to imagine you're at a job, right? Maybe you have a corporate nine to five and you're watching this and you're probably familiar with the concept of a boss you have a boss and if the boss tells you to do something you do it why because they're the boss they told you to do it you're getting paid for it right you gotta take care of the company you gotta take care of yourself your position your salary your family whatever so i want you to imagine if your boss tells you something you are going to do it Now, the same mentality and approach applies here, but instead of the boss being an actual other person, the boss is just you, but it's this highest version of you. It's this most ideal part or self of you. So, and what you're going to do is once you've set a goal or, you know, some sort of uh, end result, that's your boss, right? That version of you, which achieves that goal is your ideal self, is your boss, And you must do what that boss tells you, whether that's running every single morning or going to the gym or eating your food or staying away from booze or quitting weed or reading a book like 
If your boss tells you to do something, if your ideal self tells you to do something, you better motherfucking do it. Because that's your ideal self talking to you. Anyways, let's go a little further, alright? I want to bring in some of my own ideas and, and kind of my anecdotal evidence um, of my personal journey with like this concept of the boss and the ideal self into the picture. <laughs> I used to struggle a lot with my confidence, right? Now I'm very confident and I, I try to be charismatic and outgoing. But I at one point in my life, like kind of a year and a half, two years ago, I used to be really insecure talking to strangers and especially talking to attractive girls, right? What a surprise. Um, so to overcome that lack of confidence in the moment, I kind of adopted this idea of like, oh, Armand, what would your ideal self do? What would your quote unquote boss self do? So uh, I forced myself to do what the boss said, which is always something in the line of, getting me to that more charismatic, more social, more like, you know, confident Armand. So I'd ask myself, what would my ideal self do, right? And uh, the best version of Armand, if he was in line at Starbucks and there's a cute girl in front of him, the most charismatic and social and best part of me would go and strike up a conversation with that girl, right? So maybe I'd get her number, maybe not, but I'd be focused not on the outcome, not on the end result, but I'd just be focused on what I'd do. So let's say I was in Starbucks, there's a cute girl in front of me, and I'm like, damn, should I talk to her? Uh, I don't know what I should do. In the back of my mind is going, oh, Armand, you promised yourself you'd become like your ideal self. You promised yourself you'd do what the boss told you. The boss told you, you got to go ask out this girl. Or at least strike up a conversation. Forget about asking her out on a date. Just strike up a conversation. So I would do so. And I'd be focused on just, you know, getting in a few words, making her laugh, making her feel comfortable or whatever, right? I wouldn't be creepy or odd in some sort of way. Like, just talk to someone like they're a regular fucking human being. Crazy idea, I know. Anyways, what I focused in on was just putting in the input. Just focusing on the effort that I put in. Because we cannot control the outcomes of our actions, we can only control what we put in. So, by doing this, uh, you know, sometimes I'd get the girl's number, sometimes I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I got rejected a lot of times, right? I, either it was like, sorry, I have a boyfriend, or, or straight up, flat out, knows I'm not interested. I've gotten a dozen of those, probably. But the thing is, whether I got the girl's number or not, Every single time I acted in accordance with my ideal future self, I felt really fucking good. I felt accomplished. I felt succeeded. Regardless if, if I left a good impression on the person or not. Regardless if I got in a phone number or not. Because as long as I acted in accordance with my ideal self, as long as I acted in accordance with what the boss told me to do, I was getting closer to my goals. That was fucking spectacular. And the thing is, you know, you might be asking, okay, Armand, well, how do I know what to do? How do I know what the boss or my ideal version of myself would do? I think that's a pretty easy question to answer, honestly, because think about the last time you made a mistake or regretted something, right? 
after that mistake or regret, you've probably gone through that into your head or been in the shower and thought about it, being like, damn, I wish I did this instead, or I wish I acted in this manner. So you know what to do. You just kind of think about it a little bit, right? I know that sounds kind of weird or, or cynical or maybe a little mean, but like, you know what you have to do. Everyone, everyone knows what it takes to lose weight. You got to go move outside a little bit. You got to go eat healthy. But people don't always stick to that. So I think oftentimes we know what's best for us. We just don't do it because it's difficult. We don't stay disciplined or motivated. But by having this idea of what would my ideal self do? Or I just got to do what the boss tells me. I know I'm being repetitive here, but it seriously makes life so much easier. Because now you're no longer making decisions in the moment. The decision's already made for you. And it's by your ideal self. It's by you, right? It's by who you want to become. Overall, to conclude, this idea of this alter ego, which makes decisions for you so you don't have to, it's super helpful. You know, I don't have to worry about the situational features of being at a certain party with certain people or um, being in line at Starbucks with a certain, you know, girl in front of me or, or in listening to a certain song or wearing a certain outfit, like... I don't have to worry about those situational features because I told myself all I have to do is just put in that input. All I have to do is just take this one action, go up to someone new or strike up a conversation or go do my cardio. By just having that next step that your ideal self would do, you don't have to make decisions. They're already made for you. So if you just choose to stick to a certain goal, whether it be losing weight or being more charismatic or asking out more guys or girls, if you've really chosen that goal and you stick by it because the boss said so, it really helps deliver and, and it helps you get closer to who you want to be. You know, once you make a decision, focus on supporting it, not second guessing it. And creating this alter ego of the boss or envisioning what your future self would do makes it so much easier to stay disciplined and motivated and actually achieve the goals that you set out to achieve. Seriously. I know I've probably said the word the boss or ideal self or envision like 30 fucking times throughout this entire episode. But it's true. It, 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 I'm, I'm saying it so much and I'm repeating it so much because if you want to achieve something in this life, you have to envision it. You have to stick by it. You have to stay disciplined and motivated by it. You know, I think this we have this idea of like overnight successes, but the reality is like most overnight successes don't happen overnight. They really don't. It, it requires lots of time and effort and input and you get there eventually but it requires that discipline and consistency. So just stick by it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode of Lifelong Learning. Um, I know this is a little rocky. Maybe there are some parts which are good, some parts which are bad. But as long as I'm putting it out there and putting out some ideas that help you stay disciplined and motivated and consistent. And maybe you give it, you get a different perspective. That's all that matters to me. So thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys so much for watching i really appreciate you check out my blog and my links all down below 
Um, you'll be seeing a lot more episodes in the future, so click that notification bell. And um, once again, thank you so much for listening to this first episode of Lifelong Learning, which is all about consistency, staying disciplined, and achieving the goals that we set out to. I appreciate you. Take care and stay curious. Thank you, guys.